0: the from Carson to this is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio He's a contributor to CBS Sports.com's Baseball and also to Not Graf's. Also to NotGraphs, his name is Dane Perry. In this episode of uh, Fangraphs Audio, Dane Perry holds forth not only in the songbook of American hero Bob Seeger, but also on the Bob Seeger of uh, American literary fiction Raymond Carver. At one point, one also finds Dane Perry in the middle of a crisis, which can only occur to someone who is 40 or above.
1: You know, I was trying to decide whether to download or upload.
0: I will note for anyone who's come to this edition of the podcast looking for the same sort of crack analysis, it appears in the electronic pages of Fangraphs. Please stop. Please stop listening right now. Turn your attention, please, uh, to any one of Dave Cameron's weekly appearances on Fangraphs Audio. Turn your attention to those, or for example, to Eric Nadell's recent appearance in Fangraphs Audio. That is Eric Nadell, radio voice of the Texas Rangers, and also winner of the uh, 2014 Ford Frick Award. You will benefit much more greatly uh, from those editions, those episodes of Fangraphs Audio, than what follows which is nothing more than the final words of a sad, sad man. It's Fangraphs Audio. features Dane Perry, and it begins right now. We're on the
2: phone.
0: And recording on Skype.
2: Now I'm buddy.
0: No, off the phone. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah. Yeah, let me adjust these levels here. Oh, adjust the level. Oh, you sound. It should be noted that you have much more of a baritone-sounding voice now that I've moved over to the computer. You sound, you sound masculine. Is that right? Yeah, you've t- you've uh, taken a trip down the the <clears throat> scale.
1: The ring of
0: fire. Yeah, that's right. You the could ring uh, of fire.
1: I fell into a burning ring of fire. How's that? It sounds good. Yeah? It sounds real good. It make you want to punch a prisoner? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: A fellow prisoner, I should say.
0: Yeah, um, <clears throat> it makes me want to commit a crime just so I okay. could go to prison.
1: <laughs> just so you could go to prison and punch a prisoner? Punch
0: a prisoner, yeah. Okay. Recently, uh, managing editor of Fangraphs, Dave Kerman... Yeah? ...was explaining to me... About
1: how he disrespects your work.
0: <laughs> well, that was,
1: yeah.
0: I would say that that was implicit and explicit. Oh, God But uh, he was in Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Correct. Which is apparently a hotbed, or <laughs> has previously been a hotbed.
1: I prefer bed of hot.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, a destination yeah. for Moravians. Moravians. I don't even know who those are. The Moravian Church. They okay. are Protestants. Who I don't made, know if I've ever heard of them. I I can tell you that there are a bunch of them in Winston Salem. Okay. And I saw a bunch of Moravian churches. I do not. I will not. I will. Is Dave, is Dave Cameron number among them? No. But I will be, and I will be lying when I say that I believe that they are maybe similar to. Mennonites, but that could be very wrong. What I just said.
1: I, 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 you know, when you first said the term, I was thinking this was a uh, former Soviet, blo- Soviet bloc country that I had never heard of.
0: Moravia is also a historical country in Central Europe.
1: Okay, see, all right, then. Yeah. Nice.
0: Okay. So there you are. So maybe it's a, it sort of describes an ethnic group. But I want to say that none of that is important. Here is. <laughs> Right. There is there is such thing as the Moravian Church.
2: Uh, right. Many
0: of them came to the United States, To so far as I know. Uh-huh. And one thing I know about them... Well, here's the thing. I, this may not be true, but even for it to have been part of a certain mythology is, I would say... Um, what, what would you say? Bananas covered in coconuts? Is that... It? <laughs> would you endorse that?
1: Uh, bananas, smothered so
0: bananas smothered in coconuts.
1: Bananas
0: smothered in coconuts. Is <clears throat> to better... To better facilitate their uh, evangelical ends, okay. they um, they sold they sold themselves into okay. slavery so that they might proselytize among the slaves. Wow! Yes.
1: When, it, when did this
0: happen? When slaves happened. So every okay. time before, like fifty years ago or whatever, I don't know. Whenever it, slaves stopped.
1: Fifty years ago.
0: Is that when it stopped?
1: Well, that's when Colonel Sanders stopped, but but (laughs) the rest of them stopped
0: long before that. Okay. Well, he got grandfathered in. Right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. He
0: got grandfathered
1: in. Yeah, he kept his license, yeah.
0: Literally, the guy whose job it was to pass that law, that was – Colonel Sanders was his grandfather. Right, (laughs) yeah. Like it wasn't the person who was passing the law. It wasn't like a senator. It was literally the guy whose job it is just to like transfer the documents. Right, yeah. But he just crossed out. He said, it said slavery is now abolished, and then he just wrote in, except for Colonel Sanders.
1: <laughs> colonel Sanders.
0: Except for the honorable Colonel.
1: <laughs> the good Colonel.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, this is factually accurate.
1: Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is in uh, in in uh, the history book. Yeah. yeah. So
0: anyway, I could tell you that that is the, that is the one thing I heard about the Moravian Church is okay. that they willfully, willing, willingly. Sold themselves into slavery so as to better proselytize among um, slaves. May may be true, maybe not, but it's a thing that was said aloud, and so someone believes it. Dave Cameron believes it. So, mm. all right, there you are. There you have your uh, spurious fact for the day.
1: Uh, calls to mind Phyllis Wheatley.
0: Who's the, Phyllis Wheatley? To expand, please.
1: Uh, she was a slave poet.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Sounds familiar.
1: Who was overjoyed to be a slave. Ooh. Is it, uh, introduced her to Christianity? Okay. And her poetry is largely devoted to extolling the virtues of being a slave.
3: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Hot take, one might say.
0: How do people, um, how do people looking back on Phyllis Wheeley, how do they, how does her work, uh, what is the reception of her work for the I modern think reader? The
1: critical consensus. Yeah. But I found it creepy.
0: <laughs> yes. That is fair.
1: Yes. That is, that is, my, yeah. that is my take.
0: Yeah. yeah. One presumes that there are other ways to find one's way to Christianity that don't involve yeah. right. indentured labor.
1: Millions have, have, uh, have, have achieved such a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But I guess if, if Phyllis Wheatley was happy.
1: Well, you know, yeah. At the end of the day, whatever makes you happy.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, whatever works, one might say.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say, I want to say a thing. I have to, I have to address this first. The Is, levels. No, no, the levels are they're doing they're fine.
1: They're fine. I think they're fine. Fire.
0: You recently wrote I suppose very recently. It was what minimalist minimalist fiction minimalist fiction. Short fiction. Minimalist short fiction. Uh-huh. You can't have minimalist long fiction. I guess you can.
1: Yeah, but who has the time for that?
0: Right. Uh, minimalist short fiction starring Adrian Beltre. Correct. Yes. Uh, we have here a story of, I believe you characterized it as a simple man thinking complicated man's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe that's it, yeah.
1: Um, Did I characterize Yeah, I believe I characterized that on a... Twitter interaction
0: with David Perez. David Perez. <clears throat> you say, yeah, but, here are uh, the first couple lines. Adrian Beltray jammed the gear stick into park and sat in his truck until the song finished. Once it was over, he sat another moment. Uh, the streetlights weren't yet flickering on, but they would soon. He grabbed his thermos from the front seat, climbed out, snapped the padlock on his toolbox, on the tool, the toolbox in the bed of his truck. Inside something, maybe the way his footfalls echoed too deeply in the nullium, told him no one was there. You know, there's, there's a point I would like to address. Uh-huh. I, a, a truth that has been revealed to me that you would, would might understand uh, intuitively, uh, but maybe uh, you did not know it uh, explicitly, which is that <clears throat> the, the song that was playing when Adrian Beltre jammed the gear stick <laughs> into park, uh-huh. and then uh, that was Against the Wind by Bob Seger. would have worked yeah i just want you to know <laughs> um partly partly sort of on
1: of the pensive simple man yeah
0: partly as a um so i got home i got home i went to i did a little red sox uh, red Sox last night i was at fenway and then i spent some time with my brother-in-law who go who is a graduate student at boston college
1: lovely how do you have a brother-in-law oh he's Callie's brother yeah Okay.
0: That's the way you have a, for example, you have a brother-in-law, Dane. I do,
1: but I was, for some reason I was thinking someone married to one, a, a sister of yours. So I oh, didn't okay. Know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Actually, I do have a brother-in-law that way too. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah.
1: That's unfortunate. Mm.
0: Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's see. So I was visiting with him and then I, I went home and Is I he, got... Isn't your brother-in-law a <laughs> b-? <laughs> No, he's very nice. Yeah. Um, Okay. The, uh, the, uh, and he was very, uh, he's very helpful to me. He gave me a ride to the T-Stop when it was raining out. I appreciated that. Anyways, okay. I got home quite late though, and, uh.
1: What's that? Did he give you fare? Uh,
0: did he, uh, no, he charged me fare though for the ride. <laughs> well. Well, well, but I thought, you know, well, he deserves it. Right. You know what I mean? He did his work. He put in his, he put in his labor.
1: Did he have a meter?
0: <laughs> he, he just made a ticking sound with his mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Very
0: good. So, as I, you were, I take the last train, the last D train uh, out towards Riverside. Get off at Woodland. Get in my car, or the car I'm borrowing from my dad, and uh, pull in at the house where I'm staying, which is uh-huh. my grandfather's house. It's uh, vacant, however, because he's down in Florida,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, where the elderly spend the winter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and the song that was Herp. playing as I rolled in and parked the car was uh-huh. "Against the Wind." By Bob Seeger, and I found myself unable to turn the car off until the song was over <laughs> what a story he, it's a story about his youth lost youth uh and yeah. he and he had a a young woman he and a woman were in love
1: uh-huh uh,
0: and they were young and strong uh and they were they were uh Running against the wind, as he says, maybe swimming upstream would be another metaphor that would
2: uh-huh.
0: would be appropriate. And then, and then, but the song is told from the point of view much, uh, much further, and he's looking wistfully, nostalgically back on his past. And it's a, it's a compelling narrative.
1: It is. Yeah. You know, Bob Seger writes some compelling narr- narratives.
0: Yeah. Now, did he write the song "Down on Main Street"? He did. Because he did. Because in fact, so you know this. I just drove uh, uh from
1: if I'm not mistaken there's whistling in that song.
0: There might be. I yeah. I don't know. I didn't uh, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the whistling but did, um I will say this is that um I heard that just on my ride I heard it like 20 minutes ago and that would also have been a reasonable song for uh It was definitely Bob Seger. I think that's def- that's uh-huh. the point. Yeah.
1: I yeah, I, I It's funny you mention that because uh I actually debated on whether I should name check a song that he was listening to when I was writing the piece. Yeah. Uh, I decided not to because I thought it would be a little intrusive. I mean,
0: yeah, intrusive, distracting uh, perhaps?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring it, bring it too much into the world of the specific.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but that would have been an outstanding choice had I decided to do
0: that. And I think that it's, what, once you say it out loud, once one says, oh, it was, you know, Main Street or yeah. Against the Wind by Bob Seger, yeah. uh, all the chips fall in place, I think. Yes. And you say, oh, of course, of course that was. But There's it's it,
1: reason to tell the rest of the story once it becomes <laughs> Against the Wind by Bob Seeger. The
0: end. Funny you
1: know. mention Against the Wind, in my youth, uh, one of the New Orleans TV stations after the uh, after the weekly New Orleans Saints loss <laughs> – Losses were manifold in those days. Would I can't remember the song, but they would set highlights of today's loss to a mournful minor key Bob Seeger song, so as to make them more evocative than they really were. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine there was any sort of license that they acquired to do that. <laughs> they did it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Bob Seeger was the poet who relayed to me the tales of the New Orleans Saints.
0: Well, actually, I was, I was just, I was, uh, considering this, and we could, we could, uh, perhaps, an, perhaps an homage to, to those early broadcasts. I was actually thinking of just inserting, uh, the entirety of Against the Wind right into the middle of this edition of Fangirls Audio. Should I do, you think I should do that? I
1: don't see why not.
0: Okay. Well, see, let's, uh, outside. Do you want to, um, Do you want to introduce it, Dane? This
1: is Against the Wind by Bob Seger.
2: Seems like yesterday. with the radio playing low And the secrets that we shared the mountains that we moved Caught like a wildfire out of control Till there was nothing left to burn And nothing left to prove And I remember what she said to me How she swore
0: Hmm. Stirring, yeah. huh?
1: Yeah. I think you should start doing a not grass thing where you show <laughs> loss highlights of every team set to against the wind.
0: <laughs> I, could do, I, could <laughs> I could do it once. I could do it once. I could do it once, yeah. Once, yes. <laughs> once is gonna be once is gonna be sufficient at that point.
1: You know, speaking of uh sitting in the car and listening to the end of the song, yeah. Joe Walsh almost killed me.
0: Joe Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh of oh. Eagles fame.
1: Yeah, I am a Joe Walsh fan. I don't, I don't like the Eagles, but I, I adore the Joe Walsh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I pulled into my garage one day, and uh all night long, my Joe Walsh came on, and I listened to it while forgetting that I'd closed the garage door. <laughs> About halfway through the song, I realized that I had closed the garage door, and I, oh, I'm not going to be able to listen to this song anymore unless I open the garage door. (laughs) So rather than turn off the car, such was my love of Joe Walsh. Yeah. The garage door back up. (laughs) Oh, man. And finish the song.
0: Finishing the song.
1: Yeah. And uh, what is the... I am presently suing him.
0: What is what is the what is the, what, is the uh, what song was that you were saying there?
1: All night long.
0: Which which for what song? That's not all night long. All night. No. All night. no. <laughs> that's not Joe Walsh. No. Yeah. What are we dealing with here?
1: Uh, it it contains the lines just a pinch between the cheek and gum, I believe.
0: Ooh, I know what that's about.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. some that's dip, isn't it? Uh, maybe I'm mangling the title. It's something about. I think it's all night long. Uh, hold on. Okay. I'm taking this to Alta Vista, the hot Please,
3: spot.
0: please, please. Yeah. Time, time to Google. Please, 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 browse the internet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let me take it to the. Uh, hopefully, there's going to be a uh, hot internet, hot link click through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Of me. Uh... Yeah. It's all night long. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Maybe I'll fire it up.
0: Uh, maybe not at the moment, but.
1: Yeah. Hold on. Hold on forthcoming
0: no it's okay you don't have to oh you
1: know the song now
0: yeah alright
1: yeah, okay then. Oh, you, you gotta hear that Let's, let, let the first verse play at least okay calm <laughs> down look at him it's one of these YouTube videos where it's just a still of him quite an intro yeah it is this is where you uh, pass the ball
3: The
1: point is I think you can understand why I was willing to risk my life to hear it. Yeah,
0: okay.
3: Just a bit between the kick and gun.
1: Let me hear the first
0: verse. It's, it's not done?
1: I suppose it is. All right. <clears throat> but, I mean, you know, you're going to get carbon monoxide poisoning for the sake of rock. Might as well be that song.
0: Here's, a, here's another question for you, also concerning classic rock. No, 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 no.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> another good one.
0: No, dude. They- <laughs>
1: I the whole Oh, you know that, you know that work in the axe is? That's Joe Walsh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dave, please, please stop. It's not begging, uh, but- alright, alright. All right. But that's now that we have now that's now we have that. Yeah. So there we are. Yeah. I think I got a whole new thing I can do now. Yeah, let me let me ask you this question. This again, it also concerns classic rock. <clears throat> oh. If it's true, if it's true, Dane, uh-huh. that uh, when he was alive, singer-songwriter Jim Croce, uh, if it's true that he sang the songs of our lives, yeah. <laughs> could you agree to that to some degree that he was singing the songs of our lives? Uh
1: I you know, for the sake of allowing you to continue I'll say this though, so, yeah.
0: Is it uh is it possible now that he's dead yeah. um and perhaps what? when we join him in the Great Beyond, will will he also will he sing the songs of our afterlives?
1: <laughs> Those are hymns, right?
0: I, well like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, I never uh, haven't spent a lot of time dead yet.
1: Mm.
0: You ever been dead before? You ever been legally dead, Dane?
1: Yeah, mhm. I was clinically dead in, uh, 88. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, what was the what was the situation, Dane?
1: Uh, I was, uh, mauled by a- an ocelot.
0: <laughs> That's the best you could do?
1: Yeah, I don't know, yeah.
0: I thought- I thought you were mauled by a Moravian. Well, you know. What am I gonna do? Methodist. No, what are you doing? Why- why- what are you doing? What's going on?
1: Listen to him play the axe here. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's got all these recommended, you know, YouTube things. Yeah,
0: don't look at it anymore. Close that window. Please (laughs) close that window. Did you close it yet? No, I'm not.
1: Oh, wait, I got it. Hold on. In the recommended, on the right-hand column here.
0: Yeah. Is this the last one, Dane? Is this going to be? Do you know (laughs) who this is?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) We already played the song, Dane.
1: That's Robert damn Seeger.
0: (laughs) We already played the song. No, we didn't. Oh, no, What song is this? Night moves, night, night moves, right? Oh, night video, moves would have also been a good song.
1: The video had Matt LeBlanc and Daphne Zuniga in it. Okay. Yeah, that that also that song could have worked as well for Adrian Beltre sitting in his truck.
0: Yeah, Bob Seger plays these. How would you characterize him, Dane?
1: Uh, uh, rock for the dad who never had an affair but thought about it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did that work? Yeah, it's pretty
0: good. Yeah. 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 And for some reason can't, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. curled up with your with your mistress just <clears throat> listening to Oh, the best of? What would did you do? Would you listen to the best of? Of of
1: um, Greatest Hits?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Of yeah. Bob Seeger, just curled up. Yeah, I don't see why not. Maybe at a maybe at a Clarion Inn, at a Clarion.
1: I yeah, I don't know. You you also might pop it in the deck while you're, you know, changing the brake fluid. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a use. It's a multi. It, yeah. There's it a yeah. wide range. There's a lot of a lot of appropriate. Right. Situations for Bob Seger.
1: Or just sitting in the uh, you know sitting in the truck after work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't feel like going in the house yet.
0: You yeah. know. Yeah. For the troubles that await you there. Right, yeah, yeah. You just you're uh, out of the out of the frying pan, into the fire.
1: Yeah, slow cooking.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's not, if that doesn't describe this, uh the human comedy, you know?
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. What are you typing now, Dane? Nothing. Yeah, you are, Dane. No. Stop, stop searching for things. It's never <laughs> it's never turning out good. This is interneting. No, don't don't do it.
1: Um, I was was trying to decide whether to download or upload. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big choice in a gentleman's day.
0: (laughs) What would you be uploading, Dane? I don't even know. Oh, speaking of that, of um, uh, media files, speaking of media files, yesterday I conducted at Fenway Park, home of the Boston Red Sox, I conducted a 17-minute interview with Eric – with Eric Nadell, uh, radio voice of the Texas Rangers and winner of the most recent Ford Frick Award.
1: Well, I'm, I'm relieved because I thought you were going to say that it was some sort of young player that I didn't know who he was.
0: No, All right. no Eric Nadell. And uh, he was uh, very decent to me, certainly more decent than he had to be. Clearly, and, if
1: you talk for 17 minutes.
0: And that he wanted to be. Here's the problem, though, is I use the. Um, I, have a, I have an older iPhone. Um, I mean, I don't really – it's fine. It, uh, I could call out, and I could check the Internet. It's fine. But yeah. um, I ran into a peculiarity. I I I've typically, to a great success
1: uh-huh.
0: or a reasonable success, recorded such interviews using just a voice memo application that comes standard with the phone. I will then I'm sync scared. up what, – what are you saying? I'm scared of that app, yeah. Okay, fine. I sync it up. I sync it up with my iTunes account. Yeah. And then I can convert that into a WAV file, and now this is audio that I can use uh, for the end of Fangraph's audio. Sounds quite convenient. It's fine, except I ran into a situation last night when I tried to transfer oh. the file. It was not transferring for some reason. And so this, I said, this is, uh, this is a problem. I could see it, but for whatever reason, I could not transfer it, and then it so it happened that... Uh, when I would now, then I picked up my iPhone and I said, "Oh well, let me make sure the file's still there." So I clicked on the Voice Memo app. Uh, it would open for approximately three to five seconds and then just close on its own. So uh-huh. I said, "This is a problem." I said, "This is a problem," because now I have a file of some import, not the greatest import, but
1: yeah.
0: some relevance to my job. Now it is trapped on my iPhone. So I said, "I have to drive up to Concord, New Hampshire, from Western Massachusetts anyway. I'll stop at the Pheasant Lane Mall on the way in Nashua, New Hampshire." Okay. There's an Apple store there. I did. Evan, who works at the Apple store there, uh, was stymied at first, but then, uh, I don't know if he's supposed to do this, but he, uh, let me in on a third party application that might be relevant to my predicament. Keep talking. And, uh, w- using that third party application, I was able to rescue my file. I
1: okay. was
0: able to rescue my file. And that edition of Fangus will be available. Was nice. that?
1: That's a, that's a terrible story.
0: No, but now, uh, so do you see, it was trapped on the phone, and now no longer trapped, and now everyone can enjoy Eric Nadell, who was, uh, as I say, very kind to me, very generous with his time and his thoughts. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Another good one. you not run, just the first verse is gonna happen. It's <laughs> from the Warriors soundtrack. Have you seen the Warriors? Yes. Yeah. So you got your iPhone straightened out?
0: I did. I rescued it, it, the file. It was good. It was it, scary, Dane. It was scary. Yeah, all
1: right.
0: I, it, it was a uh, you know, right. But it, but I, I just want to say Evan at the Apple Store. Evan at uh, the Apple Store, uh, Pheasant Lane Mall. I don't know. I don't. I said uh,
1: what, is, what is Evan's physical address?
0: I was not privy to that information. All right. But he's at the Pheasant Lane Mall, and I just want to say, if anyone knows Evan, uh huh. Unlikely, but um. Yeah. I just want to make sure. I want to make. I want to make it clear. I was kind of talking in coded language as if if he found out what I really did, it would be he would be like he would be floored, It would not right. be able to continue. Right. I was like, you know I do uh it's no big deal. I just do interviews. you know what I mean just yeah. I just need this file, right. and I was like, describing it in such a way that I was like <laughs> Uh, just don't even ask, okay? Because yeah. it's a little bit sensitive, sensitive information here. I'm kind of a B.D. I'm kind of a B.D. <laughs> and guess what? He did not ask. He didn't even begin yeah. asking.
1: I'm sure that's because he was intimidated.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was
1: it. Not because he didn't care.
0: Uh, it maybe that. Also, maybe it's because um my computer, because I use it a lot but do not clean it. It looks like it has cucka on it. It has, it's a little bit of a cucka screen, so he was maybe just disgusted because <laughs> he did have to touch my computer. Possibly, uh, yeah, might have been that uh, might have had something to do with it. Oh, oh man, Dane, singing what? the songs of our lives.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Now,
0: what you? What year? What are What are you born? Seventy one. Seventy
1: two. Seventy two. I forgot for a second. These.
0: You, uh, you would have? You, would you have been alive for? When it, when Against the Wind came out, I think that was eighty one. I read.
1: Yeah, I I, I have uh, I have pretty good uh, musical memory from eighty on, and also my uh, brother and sister were significantly older, so I was exposed to music of Teenage Thunder uh, early in my life.
0: Did you? Uh, so you were so you were you were an alive little man when uh, Bob Seger and his Silver Bullet Band released their album Against the Wind.
1: Uh, what year would that have been?
0: Nineteen eighty.
1: Yeah, I was alive. Yeah my first album uh vinyl. Mm-hmm. is uh, the Commodore's Greatest Hits. Commodores. Yes. Oh, okay. Given to me by my older brother.
0: Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you know the the first track on the first track on Against the Wind by American hero Bob Seeger. Yes. Is the horizontal bop.
1: Wow, that's that's about uh <laughs> about Coitus, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. That is that
1: is a thinly veiled uh Yeah reference.
0: And reference. right after that is you'll accompany me, which is a great song.
1: Yeah. day,
0: lady, me. Yeah, that's a good one. I think these might all be about coitus. For example, a long twin silver line, if you know what I mean?
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: No man's land. I think we know what that's about.
1: Yeah. Well, there are like there are like two foreigner songs in the entire catalog that are not about <laughs> making the sex. <laughs> yeah. Two
0: uh, oh, I heard a
1: urgent. Heard it. Urgent is a foreigner song about yes. the immediate need <laughs> to stick a ding dong in a vagina.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's not. I guess he's just not willing to to take care of business himself. Is that the idea? <laughs> I,
1: I, this is uh, they, listen, lady. For play is going to be it's nothing.
0: Well, but but is it, why is, it, why is it her problem? Is my point. If he, if it's so urgent for him, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Can he
0: just, you know, shuffle off to the bathroom and?
1: Well, the, the English don't
0: masturbate. Is Foreigner? Is that an English band? I don't
1: even know. Are they English?
0: Which maybe, which maybe is not the appropriate. Question: Is it true that the English don't masturbate?
1: <laughs> yeah, interesting that that was your first question.
0: Yeah, right. No, yeah, Mick Jones. And uh right, Mick Jones. Lou Graham. Yes, right. And Which, actually, uh, my dad has been my dad has been cornering me since uh, I've been visiting with him on and off for the last couple of weeks. He who? has cornered me, my dad, on multiple occasions uh, to give me, I would say, a lengthy exposition on the band Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and how he's rediscovered uh, <laughs> Yes, and Yes, uh, how much he loved Yes as a young man. Because my dad's a talented drummer. And uh yeah. and he had a friend in high school who was a good What are you doing? Dane?
1: Nothing. anyway. What are you doing? Nothing.
0: Okay. He he and he had a friend who was a guitarist I think and uh, they would play yes songs.
1: Yeah, they they're one of those bands like where uh you know, they're they're all the musicianship is supposedly exceptional, like Rush kind of,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but
1: the uh the uh the parts are greater than the sum, you know.
0: Parts are greater than the sum. Yes, well, yeah. right, because maybe their songwriting is not fantastic.
1: Yeah. But Yes, I just oh, I can't stand them. I I, I, had, I had a couple of college friends that were heavily in the Yes, and uh, they 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 were just gobsmacked that I didn't <laughs> love
0: them. When I was in uh, when I was young, I may, maybe a uh, seventh grade, maybe it was eighth. Yeah. No, 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 no. Must have been ninth grade. I asked for a Beck album. Okay. And like and my aunt and uncle. My Aunt and uncle bless their hearts <laughs>
1: um
0: gifted me Something
1: a trouble is forthcoming
0: gifted me a jeff Beck album
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: speaking <laughs> of uh i guess uh musical uh there's musical
1: definitely like the guitar virtuoso solo album <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ingve Malmstein
0: album. <laughs> oh, Joe, yeah. Satriani. Well, Joe Satriani, right. He's the uh <laughs> <laughs> And so it's a weird reaction, right? Because I, I was old enough to know that you should be polite when someone gives you a gift. That's how you right. react. Did
1: you do the oh <laughs> do that? Oh, <laughs> oh.
0: Look at this. that's yeah. almost right? Yeah. So uh Yes, I did not. I did not listen once to that Jeff Beck album, and I also did not listen to a Beck album because I did not own one then.
1: Yes, yes, makes me want to play Advanced Dungeons and Dragons.
0: <laughs> Wait, as a as a pre, 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 preferable alternative, or while playing no, Dungeons and Dragons, it, it,
1: it, yeah, sort of sets me in that mood. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Did you ever play? You ever played D and D, Dane? Heavily, yes. No, you did really.
1: Did yeah? Oh, like, probably from like age nine to twelve. I yeah, I played a hell of a lot of D anD. d You did? Yeah.
0: Were you part of a guild? Uh, Is
1: that I a played, thing? I played D anD. d with adult Air Force guys.
0: Right <laughs> we can, well, so what happens in D anD. d You are a character.
1: Yeah, you're a character. Uh I was occasionally the dungeon master.
0: Oh, as a, so a youth
1: means I was the author and finisher of everyone's fate. Okay. Yeah, Um yeah, that's, you know, you, uh, and you roll dice, you play a module, or, uh, if you have a particularly skilled dungeon master, he will create his own module, and you, uh, you play it, and you think about having sex with elves. <laughs>
0: Is that one of the options?
1: Do you know Lou Graham had a great solo song? <laughs> I'm about to give a listen real quick. Midnight Blue by Lou Graham. <laughs> He's gonna do a little singing and the drums are gonna kick in. Ain't got no
2: regrets. I ain't losing track of where I'm going. Ain't gonna double back. No. Don't wanna no misplay. Put on no display. Really know, there are the drums. Yeah, that's true. Well, final day's over. Now I just gotta follow through. I remember my father
1: said His father gave me advice. the, like the cherry red midnight blue? <clears throat> Did your father ever give you advice like that?
0: What was the advice? I didn't quite get it. Is that you
1: calling me? Oh on, I'm gonna look at my phone.
0: <laughs> Is that what was the advice, Dane? Dane.
1: Uh, Lou Graham's father. Yeah. As the lyrics conveyed to you. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, my father said, son, life is simple. It's either cherry red or midnight blue. Ooh. Yeah. Did your dad ever say that?
0: Uh, he never said anything quite so opaque as that, I don't think. Yeah. I think he was more like, um, uh, if you're going to invest in a mutual fund, find something without, uh, without a front load.
1: Well, that's another way of saying the same thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Did your father ever give you advice like that? Of your father would have. I assume some sort of uh, uh, spiritual or metaphysical bent, given his uh, the fact that he was a preacher.
1: Uh, you know, uh, it, no, I'd, I'd say his advice was usually pretty standard. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, necessarily uh, uh, tinged with the good book.
0: Um, yeah. Let me ask you a question. You're you're a man, Dane. Damn right. What is a winch?
1: Are you talking about the thing on the front of a truck?
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about.
1: Or the lady who serves beer.
0: No, that's a wench. A winch. A winch, Dane. I figured you might know what a winch is.
1: Are you trying to act like there's a different
0: pronunciation to these two words? <laughs> w I, Dane. W I. They are they are different. Okay. They are different. Uh
1: it's a uh the term probably refers to different mechanisms, but usually it's a, uh, a, uh, iron reinforced cable in the front of the pickup truck that you can, uh, attach to something to pull it out. and has a crank. Like, mm-hmm. you know, say get another vehicle out of a ditch or something. Okay. That kind of thing. No.
0: Is it, uh, I mean, is it standard issue for all pickup trucks or? No. Well, men. It's an
1: aftermarket edition.
0: But, but, do, is it, uh, is it considered a, Necessity.
1: I, I would say, like, uh, it is it would be quite common in rural areas or uh, areas that flood or have a lot of snow or that kind of thing. It's, it's, you know, it also pull down trees with it if that's your thing.
0: Have you ever, have you ever used a winch?
1: I've helped uh, put a winch in place to pull a car out of a ditch.
0: Yeah. Well, I noticed with regard to the the why are you asking this? Well, the Consider word one? the word uh, appeared. Spontaneously in my head today while I was driving, but okay. I, I think again it had to do with with your Andre uh, your Adrian Beltre character, okay, who I assume would know what a winch is.
1: Yeah, he would know. It. He'd know his way around a winch yeah. because
0: he knew enough to snap the padlock on the toolbox in the bed of his truck. And well, he also he also had boots.
1: That's a pretty baseline skill. I mean, I think you could snap a padlock.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't think to have a toolbox in the bed of my truck. Okay, and. I wouldn't think of putting a a padlock on that toolbox.
1: Okay. Well, you don't want your tools to get stolen, do you?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. You're right. It's a good yes. point. Yeah.
1: I've
0: gone. Out, I've got 34 years without getting them stolen. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you also have some other words in that, like utility closet. Okay. Uh, yeah. The the boots drop work boots. J- drop them with a tough thump in the utility closet. Were you satisfied with that line?
1: I, I don't like the phrase tough thump, but mm-hmm. I didn't like thought, thinking about it anymore.
0: You didn't like, yeah. Yeah. How about an icky thump, which is a, also a White Stripes album?
1: That's what I should have done.
0: Yeah, with an icky thump. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Utility closets are another thing that adult people have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, He's he's got a utility closet. I
0: never had a utility closet. Certainly nothing that I would ever refer to as a utility closet.
1: What would you call it?
0: I haven't had one. I haven't never. I've never lived anywhere.
1: Scary place of spiders.
0: No, I just there's no. I've never lived in a place large enough for there to be because utility suggests this will be. This is for miscellany okay. There's a quality of miscellany to it. Every closet I've ever had has had a purpose because there's so few of them. You might
1: also have your breaker panel in there.
0: Ooh, breaker panel.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have a utility closet?
1: Uh, not really, no.
0: Okay. Now, what is in, what is most commonly found in the utility closet? You, a breaker panel, for one.
1: You, you might see the breaker panel on the wall, embedded in the wall. Uh, probably find some mops and buckets.
0: Okay. Um. Would you find it anywhere near a mud room, the utility closet?
1: Uh, I wouldn't think so, no. Oh, okay. No, mud room would just be, uh, yeah. this, this, Adrian Beltre does not have a mud room.
0: He doesn't have a mud room? No. No. Well, oh, he doesn't have a mudroom. So what does no. he, what does he have instead? Where, where can he, where's a place he can walk into his home with muddy boots and it's not a problem?
1: He takes the boots off and puts them in the utility closet with a tough film. <laughs> Tougher if they're caked in mud.
0: Yeah. It's, mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, um, put them there anyway.
0: I want to talk, I want to ask you about that piece. It, who, um, after,
1: you seem oddly interested in this.
0: Yes, because it's it's it's. I know that it's a world of fiction to which I am not, to which I have had little exposure. On Basically, someone on purpose.
1: It's Raymond Carver. That's it. Yeah. It's
0: Ray Carver, right?
1: Yeah. It's Ray Carver. Oh, oh Yeah, sorry, Ray. Yeah.
0: Ray. Yeah, that's I. People who like Ray Raymond Carver, I only ever hear them call him Ray Carver.
1: Mm.
0: But what is the aesthetic of those stories?
1: Do you think? Uh, what what do they call them dirty 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 realism or something like that Kmart realism yeah. Kmart realism well there's uh if you ever read uh have you ever read Bobby and Mason
0: no what is that
1: she's a short story writer oh no um she may be she may be deceased I don't know um,
0: well, R.I.P. yeah dirty realism it looks like
1: yeah but she sort of branched off from dirty realism with kmart realism which is, you like relentlessly include brand names in your fiction. Like, to sort of evoke a super specific, uh, slice of whatever, people, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Mason would have, uh, would have mentioned, uh, Against the Wind. That's the song. Yeah.
0: Uh, Bill Buford, Bill Beeford, of course, uh, who wrote among the thugs,
1: is that the soccer <clears throat> book? yeah,
0: he yeah. wrote in Granta magazine, okay uh, he's actually the one who coined the term dirty realism he He said that this sort of this generation of authors write about the belly side of contemporary life, a deserted husband, an unwed mother, a car thief, a pickpocket, a drug addict,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but with disturbing detachment at times verging on comedy, understated, ironic, sometimes savage. Insistently compassionate, a new voice in fiction. Well, not new anymore.
1: No, not new at all. Not
0: new at all. Yeah. But yeah. Ray Carver.
1: Ray Carver, good
0: old Ray. Was the granddaddy of that one.
1: Everybody, it? when I was in when I was in grad school, everyone was trying to write like that. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and then what's the alternative? I guess it's more ornate. Something more ornate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, do you have? So is Ray Carver. Are his, like, is his cadence, would you say? Uh, is that something to which you have easy access? Because when I read your story, I said, this sounds like those stories that sometimes they would make me read in a creative writing workshop. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like writing like that. I prefer to be more uh, florid. Yeah. Um, but there was a time where I very much enjoyed reading that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And because then why? What do you like about it?
1: Uh, just the, it's, it's, it's very, uh, there's a lot of implication in it as mm-hmm. opposed to, uh, cause like, well, it you know, it, it, like when I first read like where I'm calling from like in college, the random Carver book, um, which is sort of his like greatest hits, I guess mm-hmm. to, to, to circle it back. Um, I was like, whoa, you can, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can write a story about a guy just having a drink at the table, you know? And it was like, it was so, uh, against what I had been conditioned to think of as traditional plotting and sort of, that uh, I was really taken
0: by it. But would then, you call that traditional potty, or the traditional plotting, would you refer to that as the wind? And that this story was against, against the wind? Yeah. I saw where you were going with that. Is Ray Carver the Bob oh. Seeger of literary fiction? <laughs>
1: Uh, Tom Waits leavened with Bob Seger. How about that?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. Now I'm not as familiar with Tom the the Tom Waits songbook. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's he's got a he's got a dirty voice. I know about his voice.
1: Yeah. See, I like his Closing Time is a great album because he actually tries to carry a tune every now and then. Mm-hmm. When he's too sticky, I don't like him that much. Okay.
0: Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. Well, I'm uh, sure I'm sure Tom Waits is listening eagerly yeah. and prepared to turn his his work around.
1: He's gonna be all over me on Twitter yeah. <laughs> yeah. he has a thin skin. he will get on you on Twitter if he criticizes
0: his work Is there someone is there someone uh, is there an individual uh, living naturally who if you if you found out that they were they were responding to if they were responding to people on Twitter, they would disappoint you because it would sort of ruin a sort of m- mythology you have about that person?
1: A living person hmm.
0: I guess it'd be living I mean maybe there's a dead one what if Ray Carver was tweeting would that ruin Ray Carver for you
1: he'd probably be good at tweeting
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true you could fit a whole that, story in
1: spare prose yeah. Yeah. yeah probably be good at it uh, I, I don't know I don't know is William Trevor still alive pretty short story writer that'd be odd
0: oh, I don't know well, William yeah. Trevor is he one you would suggest
1: yes he's excellent yes Yes. He writes sad stories without being uh um uh overwrought. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Emotionally pushy?
1: He's not emotionally pushy. Right. Yes. Yeah. He would uh if uh, if Adrian Beltray was a uh um, a sad young man with a future in the mines, um, he might be in a William Trevor story.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think now Adrian Beltre has probably escaped that fate.
1: Uh, not my Adrian Beltray. Oh, no, no? No.
0: <laughs> Do you think that it is pleasing for you to insert Adrian Beltre into a story like that because at some level Adrian Beltray is the opposite of that character? That, that was, uh,
1: that was uh, pretty obviously what I was going for there.
0: Yeah.
1: It would be another thing to put like, uh, you know, I don't know.
0: Dale Thayer. <laughs> Dale Thayer would fit into your story with that ease.
1: Looked, that not work too well.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dale Thayer looks like he's accidentally at a baseball field sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does throw. I mean, he throws hard. He throws like 95. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, the one picture of him with uh, the Bobby Bombs. Uh, right. Picture. Good use of it,
0: huh? <laughs> The other day I was reminded of a pitcher who I think would fit in your story very well named Chris Oxspring.
1: Yeah, I remember him.
0: He only played for a year, but he had like he was regarded as having the best fastball one year in the whatever system. And uh, Chris Oxpring would do well.
1: You could do this sort of thing with Derek Turnbow too. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a thing that happens, and I think that it happens in those other stories I've read where. And you, and you characterize it in that in that line where you say he he doesn't he didn't usually think about that stuff, but he did today.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's almost it's this it's a man who uh, has all of the sort of typical trappings of you know masculinity, yeah. middle class masculinity, lower middle class masculinity, but then he's almost um, his thoughts are they are imposing themselves upon him, right? And that's the, that's the strange thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yet yeah. he's not, doesn't appear frightened by it. He just says, huh, that's happening. Yeah. There's a uh, stoicism to him.
1: There is. Hmm. Well, I, I think you've explicated the hell out of this.
0: Well, I'm just curious about it. It's uh, something that's foreign to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe there'll be more to come.
0: Yeah, that's fine. See, the thing is, I enjoy it. The way you do it, but I don't care for it when I read it in its actual state.
1: I, I I understand that. Yeah. I
0: like I like I like I like it to know that people are having fun. I want stories in which people are having good time.
1: Ah, uh, see, Mm-mm.
0: no, no, no. I don't
1: want Why? I I just that uh, I I I prefer uh, you know give me darkness. You know.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing for me. If it's not ultimate darkness, if it's not someone who's staring death right in the face, yeah. But it's the hand wringing That it's it's the or the sort of like tepid hand wringing oh, no. Life life is a i i want If someone if the if the idea of the story is, uh, life's, we're lost and we're floating around. Then just I would like it to be announced very clearly. <laughs> just be like. Man, we have no idea what's going on. And yet we proceed. I don't want it to be revealed to me slowly through a character with no education. I'll tell you what.
1: <laughs> That's and, what see that I suspect that this is what it comes down
0: to. Yeah. Yeah, that I yeah, I've actually just you're, happened you're, upon this myself. Your yeah. contempt
1: for the lower classes. I knew it came down to this. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily contempt, but I don't because the idea is like, oh, I understand what he's feeling. Why doesn't he figure it out? Yeah. And just put his finger on it.
1: Why didn't he go to boarding school?
0: Why didn't he? Why didn't he at least take a night class? Right. You know why? Because he was too busy with his night moves.
1: Yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to pay bills. Ridiculous. Yeah. He's trying to pay bills. Well, right? guess
0: what? If he didn't reproduce so early, he wouldn't have had to worry about that.
1: Yeah. How do you know he has a kid? Has a child? A, a child.
0: Why does he have to work so hard? And the other thing is, why does he have such a big house? So big that there's a backyard. If yeah, he's,
1: didn't say anything about how big it was.
0: It's big enough.
1: How do you know? I didn't say anything about the dimensions. He has a yard.
0: It has a utility closet and a yard. That's a huge house. Yeah. yeah, that's all he has, though. Well, he could have saved up. I'm just saying it seems like he got himself into some – he made some financial commitments that, you know, compromised his, his flexibility in the future.
1: I hope you don't need to get your imported car – Towed out of a ditch sometime. <laughs> this hater and his winch might not help you, given your attitude.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's true. I wouldn't say it to his face, obviously. I would just silently judge him. <laughs> you know, maybe give him a five-dollar tip.
1: Yeah, but
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. I say, it as I give him a tip, and what the tip really means is keep your kids away from my kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you stay in public schools. <laughs> That's the spirit.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. This, this, you know, uh, you're so poor to be this elitist,
0: leisured you know?
1: poor. Yeah,
0: it's just. uh You think it's unbecoming? Uh, it's it's a curiosity. Yeah, yeah. it is a curiosity. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not proud of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Say, I'm
0: just talking about these are impulses.
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: These are I mean, impulses. I think part of it was attempting to escape. You you may or may not be familiar with Concord, New Hampshire, but it is not a hotbed of elitism. Uh, New Hampshire tends to attempt to – much of New Hampshire attempts to just sort of distinguish it from its uh, New England cousins, brothers and sisters.
1: Uh-huh.
0: a bit of a libertarian streak. <clears throat> oh,
1: yeah. Well, live free or die, right?
0: Yeah, that's part of it. And – um, also, I grew up, I grew up in the, in, uh, what is known as the Heights area of Concord. Mm-hmm. Uh, which maybe had more of a, uh, more of a working class feel to it. Okay. Uh, I don't even know working class, but.
1: So are you, are you, are you out of Paris for good? What's the story?
0: No, I'm going back tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. All yeah.
0: Right. We're just getting this in now. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go back tomorrow. I, I did not know much French, and now I know less. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, that's, yeah. Yep. So when, when are you when are you back in the Republic for good?
0: Uh, I'd say like I think it's the second week of July. We're coming back. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get some.
1: Uh, Just after the fourth, huh?
0: Yeah, and then do you know? Wait, did I tell you that we're moving to New Hampshire?
1: I you know I I knew that was uh, being discussed.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, it's a thing. I I think that um so that my wife doesn't get fired, I will not yet announce. She will be working at a boarding school. Okay. She'll be okay. teaching French at a boarding school, okay. and I will be living there as well. Okay. Yeah. So, and, well, uh, it's exciting because, um she will be earning an income for the amount of work that she does, as opposed to just, uh, toiling and right. uh, being unhappy.
1: Now, will you permit her to be...
0: <laughs> oh, Dane! <laughs> no! No? I have erased what you just said.
1: Ah, oh, come on.
0: No, or at least I've deleted it.
1: Okay. That
0: yeah, was... that's not a lot, Dane, You—that's—that's that's she to get me fired now, or get her fired. Which is worse, by the way, because she's going to be. She's the breadwinner. She, yes. Yeah. She, yeah. Is the, she is the primary earner from now until one of us dies. Okay. Or until she leaves me for. Sorry. Which I've, which I've also deleted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I'm not tell you, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, speaking of that, I've just seen here uh, on Fangraphs.com there's an ad for MILB.tv. Uh, I assume this is a targeted ad. <laughs> Stop it! What? There's an ad for uh M. I. L. B T V which says touch the star or no no it doesn't say that. It says <laughs> It says watch the stars of tomorrow today. But I thought it said touch the stars of tomorrow today.
1: Which is perfect. A little bit of more compelling offer.
0: A little perverted. A little perverted. Yeah, sure. You shouldn't touch, uh, don't touch anyone. Touch the stars. Don't touch anyone. Reach them for the stars, but don't touch them. You can, right, you can reach them. Yeah. But don't touch them because now that's a lawsuit. Now you have a lawsuit. That is a lawsuit. Yeah. You're getting lawyered against.
1: Yeah. Well, well you- it seems we've, uh, Run out of energy here.
0: No, oh, I feel, I feel like it's just, no? Yeah? What are you doing? How are you doing, Dane? How's your Subaru? That's good. Yeah. yeah
1: it's
3: good. What yeah. do you got?
0: What sort of model you got, Dane? I got an Outback 2011.
1: An outstanding car in the snow. Uh. You got
0: AWD on that?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Come on, man. Yeah.
1: The hell out of here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wait. yeah. Wait, A- wait, w- 2011 Outback AWD. Well, you got a model. What sort of? What's your trim?
1: Sport Level Package.
0: Was that a good one? It's fine.
1: Huh. Almost, uh, almost nine inches of clearance under it.
0: Is that good? That's good for.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll get you over pile. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then. Um,
1: uh, rides like a sedan though. Doesn't have that boxy SUV feel. Okay.
2: Anymore.
0: Tell me about your fuel economy.
1: Uh, it's a little disappointing so far. Okay. But I, I'm interested to see how the summer mileage goes.
0: Mm hmm. Uh
1: obviously winter slogging through all the snow and stuff is going to affect your fuel economy. Yeah, it will. But uh it's it's my my estimations of it are ticking upward as we get a little warmer. So
0: <clears throat> now do you have uh, a snow tire on there has, or do you just go with a year round tire?
1: Year round tire. You don't really need snow tires when it's uh all wheel drive like that. Okay. Snow tires are more of a uh a work around for cars that don't have all wheel drive. Okay. So, but then you have to have them put on, you know. You have to keep them on rims in your garage and then have them put on every time uh, it starts to snow or the first time it starts to snow, that kind of thing. So it just sounds like an awful hassle.
0: Sounds like a hassle, yeah. So now yeah. you have AWD. AWD. Now, did you look at any other makes and or models of cars?
1: Uh, I looked at a Forester.
0: Oh, it's also in the Subaru family.
1: So in the Subaru family products, I was pretty much set on a Subaru because I've heard wonderful things, read very good reviews, and I uh, know the reputation for uh, uh, being the uh, the first and last word in all-wheel drive family vehicles.
0: Did you look at an Impreza? No. Too small. Too small. You have a family.
1: I, I have a family. Yep. I have a dog and a child.
0: And you have to cart them to Nebraska occasionally.
1: I have to. I have to schlep them to Nebraska.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Kansas,
0: and then, how did you find your car? Did you use what? Did, what service did you use? Did you uh, go down to your? Did you go down to your friendly Subaru dealer? I did an internet Hotlink
1: search engine search. Okay.
0: Yeah. A search. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you found what?
1: I, I test drove a uh a uh, a Forester at a uh, Honda dealership, and then I uh settled on uh the outback because i like to ride better uh at a subaru dealership in nearby evanston okay uh, actually i think it's in skokie it's just across the line i believe yeah
0: now at any point uh during the process of purchasing the car and perhaps uh attempting to reach a a price that both you and the dealer thought was fair
3: uh-huh.
0: did you did you um did you order your wife to to get her purse <laughs>
1: I was alone, so I was unable to go to that gambit. Well, I tried it, and then he said you're not. you here by yourself. So yeah. <laughs> you just
0: turned to an empty chair. Yeah, Get yeah. your purse. Get your purse.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, the uh, the uh, Subaru dealership was an, a delight to negotiate with. Um, uh, they did not play games, as it were. Well, how
0: did you? So, what was the process?
1: Uh, I told them. Well, we were negotiating on two fronts. Hm. Uh in essence, you know, one front for the total price, but two fronts for the trade in value of my battered Mazda five. Okay. And the of course price of the uh outback. Mhm. So uh we uh you know sort of negotiated I negotiated up on the trade in value and down on the price of the
0: outback. Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I was very happy with the uh, the price I wound up with.
0: Okay, it worked out for everybody. Yeah. They sold their car. Now, did you go at the end of the month, for example? Well, I guess if it's a used car, it doesn't matter so much, or maybe what? it does. What? Well, because you sometimes dealers will be trying to fill a quota at the end of a month.
1: I. No, this was not. This was in the middle of the month, okay. so I'm aware of that. That. uh internet belief but uh not sure there's much to it uh particularly there's a heavy demand for subarus so oh so yeah just... they, they in, in fact new subarus they they don't uh get them fast enough up here to satisfy demand hmm.
0: okay. okay
1: uh i would i would uh, i really would like a uh the the hybrid subaru but it was out of my price range
0: Does that exist though
1: yeah, the what's it called, Sport Trek or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, now it I feel it, like they it, got it, a little.
1: It, it would be an excellent car for uh, for New Hampshire, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if we're going to go that direction.
1: Yeah. Are we also. So, you told me privately that Cal going to be making three hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> so I'm sure you could afford a Subaru. I wish she made three
0: hundred thousand dollars a year, but
1: we're already. Or how much of that is she going to be using to pay?
0: I've also deleted that, by the way. <laughs> I gotta stay on top of you. This is not gonna go up for days, though. As exactly. a result of your, as a result of your behavior towards the end of this podcast, yeah, it's delayed the editing time pretty considerably.
1: This will make you feel better. It's already helping. Tell you what, that always helps, man. Well, <laughs> Joe Walsh, panacea for all your
0: ills. How are you feeling, Danya, uh, with the season having started? Does that change your life at all?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. I enjoy, I enjoy the baseball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You've been watching some of it, I assume.
1: I have. Yeah, I uh, enjoyed the Michael Walker. Uh, yeah, I
0: did. Uh, I didn't see. Was his first start a successful one?
1: Yes, he did, he did quite well. Now mm-hmm. is he, is he, uh, using his, a third pitch his, at all? Despite the progress of his curveball in his second start.
0: Oh, okay, so there is some, so, how many pitches does he have now?
1: Uh, I think he dabbles in a couple, but he's still primarily a fastball changeup guy.
0: Okay, right. Well, I guess if you're going to have, if you're going to be a starter who's only a two-pitch pitcher, that, if that second pitch is a changeup. Yes. It poses less of a problem.
1: Because it helps against the opposite side.
0: Right. Yeah, that's precisely why.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. oh. I, I know this game of baseball too, it's a story.
0: Yeah, I got it. I know okay. you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know you know it. Yeah. So I'm just about ready to get on with the rest of my day.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Hey, listen, Dozadane, you know, I was thinking, I, I gave you, I, I, uh, I called you briefly just to let you know that I was going to be a little late, and even that was just, a ni- it was just nice to to talk with you even briefly, and so I was thinking,
1: it's been a while, so it's
0: doing Yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah. I'll probably just start calling you up. You know, uh, with some frequency, if that's alright. I'm just gonna call oh. you up, I guess, and just say, uh, hey, how you doing? And that sort of thing.
1: Old James gang. Little early Joe Walsh here. Oh, listen, look at him. Look at him work that axe.
0: Can you hear it? Yeah, 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 I he can did. hear it, Dane. The that better? That's oh, louder, yeah. That's uh, not necessarily better. Louder. Yep. Okay, yeah, Dane.
2: Hold on. Maybe. Well, I want to hear some... Just shut up a minute. All right.
0: Okay, good. Okay. good. Yep. All right, well, let's say goodbye, Dan.
1: Right. Yeah, let's. Yeah.
0: Okay, hey, well, it's been a real pleasure.
1: Likewise, Stilly. Okay. Likewise. Much love. Much love for you, baby boy.
0: I will, Hello. uh, yeah, let's stick around for a second, but in the meantime, thanks for joining, uh, joining me on Fangraphs audio.
1: Stilly, it's, it's, uh, it's been nice.
0: Steam nice. Perry of CVSports.com's Ion Baseball and NotGraphs. I'm Carson Stooley. This has been FanGraphs Audio.